What's up, y'all? Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast but wasn't sure how to get your feet off the ground? Thanks to our Keep It Growing initiative, now is your chance. We are conducting a search to find the next podcast to produce under the Keep It 100 Productions team. And we're looking for applicants to send in their information to see if they'd be a fit for this show. This new show can truly be about whatever you want. It can have a total of up to three co-hosts to go along with it. Whoever we select, the show will be produced by the Keeper 100 family. You will receive a new microphone and headphones from our team. And you also have an audio editor that will be paid for by our company. Sounds like a pretty sweet deal to me. Hurry up and apply. Applications are due by March 11th. Go to ki100pod.com forward slash keep it growing. Welcome to another episode of Soggy Bottoms, the only game show where you have to figure out, is this a pair of wet underwear or a bottom who's been ran through? My no, my special guest today is none other than no one. That's it. End the episode. I had no idea where this was going. I was like curious. I was like, because I usually do the dumb openers. She's like, I'm open yeah. this one. I was like, oh, bet. Go for it. <laughs> that totally caught me off guard. I was thinking about it in the last episode as we were recording. So, what's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Keep It 100 with Dakota and Chorcy, the podcast where we keep it 100% honest, keeping it nasty, keeping it 100. I'm Chorcy. I'm Dakota. <laughs> did you forget to respond? Yep. <laughs> totally did. I was answering Vic. Uh, <laughs> I was like, so oh, proud. this is me. <laughs> so proud of you. Uh, and today, we are taking you on a journey. Stop moaning. On a journey across the world I moan? in our lives. You're groaning. I guess. Anyway, today, <laughs> we're taking you on a journey across time and space as we recap how once Troy and I were on a road trip and we accidentally killed a man. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Um <laughs> But we were so bad at improv. <laughs> this is how we get the FBI. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about some different uh aeronautic stories, some different land lubber stories. Over the river through the woods, the grandmother's house we go. Uh, Can you believe the Zodiac Killer's real name was Gary? Yeah, that seems imagine, fitting for a Zodiac Killer. Yeah. But imagine, like, no, oh no, I'm gonna kill my Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking snail from SpongeBob guys, is killing me. Guys, run! It's Gary. <laughs> Gary, oh no! If you're dyslexic, it's gray. Oh no! It's <laughs> an anti-Gary podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you name your child Gary. You don't envision him to be healthy or normal. <laughs> that's not the trajectory of a life you've chosen for your child. And that's okay. 
you chose violence. Just accept it. <laughs> yeah, I guess I not said, the name of like when I think of oh, this person is in perfect health. Look, come meet Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Again, my biggest role model of like what a Gary is is a snail. Yeah. So like That's the only Gary I know. Yeah, same actually. Which you can be hilarious if there's another Gary in our lives. <laughs> it's gonna be like, wait, I know you guys. There is no other Gary. Wait, I'm gonna look on Facebook, but it's I don't such think a bland, such a bland name. It is. Bro, we got somebody crying and throwing up right now. Gary. So this podcast we rip into them. Nope. I don't know a single Gary. Don't know any Gary's. Ooh. This is Gary Post's brother. Gary is supposedly the Zodiac killer. Looks identical, doesn't it? Yeah, I know a Gary. You do? Kind of. Ooh. Helen just added me on Facebook. Oh, I'm so excited. Isn't it weird there's like names that like no one's gonna name their babies anymore? Like no one's gonna name the kid Gary anymore. No one's gonna name their kid Helen anymore. You know what I mean? Well, those aren't like those are old people names. Yeah, but they're those not biblical names. names. So like, I feel like if there's some um, significance behind it of some sort, like historical context, that's why people would do it. So yeah. maybe Troy and Helen will maybe continue on. But yeah, are there any famous Garys? Do you know any famous Garys? Do you Bro. know any famous Garys? The only famous Gary, again, is a mouse. It's a snail. <laughs> Bro. Who meows like a cat. I don't know where I was and going. And you said mouse. I was thinking Jerry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, God. I'm st- and that's not even... Yeah, I'm so off. The only famous Gary is... Snail cat and <laughs> the zodiac cat. I don't know what's happening, bro. Help! <laughs> Gary's good to be. Oh, Lord. Okay, so back to the topic of the day. Travel, travel, travel. stuff. Yeah. Oh shit! I'm hiccup. <laughs> you go first, cause I gotta take care of this. Um, anyone know that? It, oh my God! Show that again. Anyone that knows me uh, knows that I've traveled a lot in my life. I'm just going to keep this story going as I watch like Chorsey choke and die over there. Um, so I moved a lot from a very young age and my family lives all over. So I'm constantly traveling. So I love traveling. <laughs> and it's very, <laughs> a very nomadic lifestyle. I'm literally watching Chorsey choke to death over Zoom and trying to keep this. I just this, waterboarded like, <laughs> myself. <laughs> I just watched that. I'm trying to maintain this story as. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh god, it's like in the movies where like there's like a fight sequence going off and someone doesn't know. Like someone's like literally choking and dying, and the other person just doesn't know what's happening. That's what that was like. It was all silent too because you need yourself. <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, because I've moved around uh so many times as a kid. I like the idea of constantly moving around. Like, I only see myself staying in one place for at least a while. Uh, maybe when I move back to New York after LA, I'll probably stay in New York for a bit. But I also don't see myself, like, living forever in New York. Um, so I love traveling. I love visiting other countries. There's too much going on in the world to, I think, not explore. 
especially like if you're an American, like I think a lot of Americans have a very self-centered view of the world and the universe. So like, oh, everything that's notable runs through the U.S. But it's also a very like young country in comparison to the rest of the world. Like even Europe has history dating back hundreds of years, if not thousands with like early, you know, colonization and like Roman Empire exploits of the British Isles in Europe. Um, China, literally thousands of years old of maintaining a very similar culture. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the oldest civilization. I believe because I think because obviously the dynasties have changed a lot. I believe China is like one of the oldest civilizations um, in history. Like, there's just so much more to explore than just the U.S. Like, we're li- living on stolen land, and every fucking highway town looks the same of a McDonald's and a Shell and a Mobile One and fucking Wendy's, and that's it. Like, that's what most of the United States looks like is little towns like that that you stop and you never live in. Um, and you did a really poor job. I think because it's manifest destiny of like expand West in these huge cities that like country never came together to really have a true national identity yeah. besides racism and imperialism. Like the only American culture is entertainment. It's the movie industry and sports. Um, because American history isn't, there's not much to it. That's United States history. Um, Because we eradicated so much of uh, native history and some people still just don't know the truth about that or just ignore the truth. A bit of like the world runs, lives and dies through the U.S., Um, which is a very sad way to live. So I'd love to, you know, be able to visit South America, especially since one of our friends is from Brazil. I've met so many people from South America Um, and like obviously Europe and Africa and Australia I want you to know, you said one of our friends is from Brazil, and my brain went, no, they're not. We don't have a single <laughs> friend that's from Brazil. <laughs> I am so sorry, sir. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, a random name. <laughs> oh, <I'm> just... <laughs> but, like, Zach isn't from Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah, like, one of my, um, my old boss from... AmeriCorps, who's one of my friends. Like, he's Peruvian, Venezuelan. Um, I can't remember if he's... When last time he was back there? Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's, like, family's from there. Um, just hearing stories of other people, like... And... <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I didn't realize you could see that. <laughs> Run Zoom, bro. <laughs> I thought it was behind the mic. <laughs> I'm gonna clip that for... <laughs> Um, there's just so much to do in other places in the world. Like, why would you want to stay in the U.S. and, like, have watered-down versions of it? And also, like, a lot of people that stay in the U.S. don't even explore the U.S. Like, it's a big country, but, like, you know, fucking Northwest Ohio isn't the most fabulous place in the world. That's like, true. at least go across state lines. You see different festivals around the state. Let's go to different festivals in the Great Lakes region. Just explore a little bit for the love of God. You don't have such a ignorant view of the world. Um, I think like Mark, there's a Mark Twain quote that's like, I don't remember. It's like little pussies don't travel. I don't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was something like uh, the best. I'm sure defeat. Mark Twain said that. <laughs> 
that's something along the lines like the, the gist of it is like traveling like is one of the best ways to beat ignorance or something like that like i don't know that off the top of my head somebody will probably this is actually what it is but it's not the gist I, of it i mean that's fair i think it travel is also just difficult in terms of accessibility right if mm-hmm you are someone who can't afford to take vacations you're not provided pto you constantly need to be working because you need to make the money you're living paycheck to paycheck the accessibility of being able to take a vacation and just travel you know and then there are people that i know who literally take vacations to go work another job so that they could just make both incomes yeah because that's what they have to do to survive so like it's like for me, I'm pretty comfortable where I am, so I I can go travel. I don't do it a lot just because the jobs I tend to take, unfortunately, require my constant attention. Um, and it <laughs> seems like anytime I leave, even for three days, all hell just breaks loose, and no one knows how to do the job anymore. Um, so there's also a little bit of that social pressure of like, well, you can't. I think I'm thinking a lot about it because of how in the American like workforce, how we deem managers and like the responsibilities and how we pay our staff versus the time commitments. It's so very fucky. Um, you know, like my mom, anytime she's ever been on vacation, still has to take our work phone. You know, she's a government employee. There really is no vacation yeah. where she's allowed to just not respond to people. And the higher up you go, the less free time that you have. And that seems bullshit to me that, you know, you don't allow people to be people. You don't allow people to have their own personal time or free time to go explore. Like you said, we should be able to do. You just expect them to constantly give every single waking moment they have to you. And that's not okay. Um, I think that kind of goes back to what we were talking about a few weeks ago with like flaws in the American work system. And our, and our American version of capitalism is that like, I think I have to disagree with you. Like the higher up you go, the less you take vacations because like, if it's higher up you go like a manager perspective, yes. Like store manager and stuff. Like once you go above that into like corporate, like higher up, people take like vacations all the time. The amount of times I've had to like try to talk to somebody from a different company and they're like, Oh, I'm on vacation like for a month. And then just like have like their email signatures on and stuff. Um, then obviously the Uber rich go on vacation whenever they want. And there's, fuck around because I just do simple calls like oh yeah yeah because they have all this like passive income that they get from off the backs of people that they don't get vacations um and I do agree yeah a lot of people just simply can't afford to because imagine you work for an hour for somebody and they hand you seven dollars like swing on them and then take a dollar back take a dollar yeah take a dollar back it's it's absolutely insane um I was more ding people that have the total ability to travel and then just don't because they believe where they live is the greatest part of the world. And I was like, your town has two restaurants and one is bad. So everyone goes to the other one. Like your town is not that great. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, there are, there are definitely States I want to visit, but there's also like countries outside of the U S I want to go visit. Mm-hmm. So like, um, for me, obviously California needs to be like the next one, uh, Colorado, um, I want to go to Seattle. I want to see one of my good friends there. Mm-hmm. Um, I will probably get in trouble for saying this, but I really loved Austin, and I really would love to go back and visit. You're not gonna get um, in trouble as long as you don't visit the person 
they're I not wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even exactly. know how to. If Bro, I, with even your if I luck, you would get off the airplane. <laughs> the first place you go to, they would be there. Uh, <laughs> no, I'd blame you. I'd be, I'd be like, what did you do? You're like, I didn't do anything. I'm like, you fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I've heard great things about Austin. Yeah, and I, I want to go to ATL. No, ATX. Sorry, I also want to go to ATL, but I want to go to like the music festival, the like South by Southwest. Oh, in Austin. Yes, because yes, um, yes, yes. I I really want to travel, like just go see concerts and like mm-hmm. just go see different shows and things. I want to like I want to go on like an entertainment tour, but like instead of like following a performer that tours, I do a tour myself where I just go do other performances <laughs> yeah. i just think it'd be amazing so like like one week i go see you know like let's say i'm going to see like a Tim Lovato concert and then the next week i'm going to like the price is right live then a week after that i'm going to like a hockey game you know yeah. like that's what i want to do just like explore and just see like you said all that there really is an offer um but then in terms of like going overseas definitely i, I want to see all of south america honestly well mm-hmm Parts where there are there are no hurricanes. Um, I have a very irrational fear of hurricanes. It's not very ira- It's not irrational because they're like super destructive. Just don't uh, go to the American Being from Southeast. Ohio, I think it's being a little from, irrational. Living in Indiana, be like, what if I get hit by a hurricane? I'm like, Shorzy, what the hell are you doing? You get hit by a hurricane? Yeah. Worry about tornadoes, <laughs> storms. Um, I would like to see. I feel like Denmark. Would be visually stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have an interest in going to, um, like people are like, oh, let's go to France, let's go to Paris. I don't really have any interest, unfortunately, which is very weird to me. Um, yeah, I think if you wish your money to on going to France, is fucking stupid. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> You'll, You'll get, get texted about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I want to go see Greece. <laughs> uh, I want to go see Greece. Um, I like yeah. my life, so I'm not going to Russia. Um, yeah, fair. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I want to go to Madagascar. I want to see the penguins in Madagascar. <laughs> <laughs> there are penguins in South Africa. Okay. They're not the penguins of Madagascar. I would also love to go south. Also, but like apartheid. So like there's going to be issues of you go to South Africa. Just, I, like, Maybe I'd, fly over it and then see like I exactly think we'll be fine. four penguins. Like this is it's obviously super segregated still. Um, yeah. I'm going to actually check. I want to know because someone brought this up. I just penguins in Madagascar. <laughs> I think there are. If that TV no. show was a lie. Oh, I'm sorry. Because I knew they're very close. Like they're in like um, African penguins be around South South Africa, is, which is pretty is close to Madagascar. But I guess it's probably probably like 500 miles away. Um, but there are penguins in warm places. So South Africa, some South um, American islands, Southern Australia and New Zealand. Of course, I would know all this information. But <laughs> the guy with two penguin tats. But um. I think we should go to Madagascar oh. anyway. What if we just bring penguins to Madagascar? We'll probably fuck up something on a global scale by doing that. Bro, who gives it? Now there's penguins in more places. That's like my perfect universe. 
Every country also, deserves to have wild penguins. I need to go see Niagara Falls. Yeah. Like, I want to see Niagara Falls. I want to see... Um, what's that pyramid called? Giza? And the, and the Sphinx? The Sphincter? <laughs> the Sphincter of Egypt? Sphincter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are some other, like, big things? I have no interest in a, in a wall. Like, sorry, the Great Wall of China. Not, like, the wall. The Great Wall of China. <laughs> Let me clarify. Um, no interest. Um, have you seen... I'm sure you've seen videos of, like, the that uh, bridge, that, like, glass bridge you could walk over and, like, you could see through Hell down no. over this dam. I Hell this. no, bro. Um, I'm getting sweaty just thinking about that bridge. <laughs> there's also – there's a dining experience um, where it's a dining room and, like, a hibachi chef on a crane. Saw that. Hated it. Oh right, you actually. I sorry, Scott. You have a fear of cranes. <laughs> I have a fear of cranes and a fear of heights. It's like hell no, you're not getting me on that. <laughs> One of those fears is irrational. I will give you that, but you're not gonna get me on there. Like as soon as I saw, like someone said that to me to be evil, I I was like, oh, ah! just like no, I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I was like, like at that, you're like tempting God at that point. Like humans were not meant to climb so high in the sky. We're meant to be on the ground, small one, two story dwellings. Have you, has no one heard the story of Babel, like the tower of Babylon? <laughs> like there's a reason we're not supposed to build skyscrapers. Like, am I, am I the only person who still believes? Y'all real selective about how you read the Bible. <laughs> nah, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> real crazy. Mm. I mean, yeah hopefully eventually we can i would love to eventually have a plane which this is not scientifically possible but i want a plane that has a dance floor like it's a, it's a bar so it's like a bar in the sky so the plane take the plane takes off it levels off and then it's like your club for the next two hours and you're just I, you could definitely do that you just be super rich but there's people that have private jets, and really, you just take the seats out in a big liner. I mean, yeah, there. I mean, like the sorry, the the picture of how I'm like the width of it is the issue. Oh, <laughs> you think of like a big ass fucking plane? It's be like a, a thick, yeah, plane. Like you need to stack like four of them side by side for this to happen. Oh, maybe in like hundred years. So. What if we get frozen and come back in 100 years? I don't want to come back in 100 years. I want to be done when I'm done. I'm yeah. not saying I need it to happen now, God. I'm just saying. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying I, I want whenever that time shall come should be natural and just let it be. I don't want to pull a, what's his name, Walt Disney? I didn't realize this shit was real, bro. He actually froze himself. Is it? it this man is wild. Lo- we've been googling a lot of things the past two episodes. What's a what's a scallop? <laughs> what's a scallop? Oh, Disney's actually frozen. Chip chop him. Like I can't believe Walt Disney is actually frozen. This is wild. I wouldn't be surprised because he's like super anti-Semitic. So he probably froze himself to be in a world without Jewish Wait, people. Wait, why was he frozen after death? That doesn't work. Maybe he's not very smart. Did he do it or did somebody else just freeze him? I don't know. Or maybe he died getting into the ice bath. Is he actually frozen? I hope this man is actually frozen. 
I guess Walt Disney is frozen. Okay. No, I mean like Disney is frozen. No, I believe you. Yeah. Oh, you know what festival I want to go to? This is a South African, not African, South American country. There's a festival like at the end of the year, like where you just like fist fight people you've had issues with throughout the year, and then you guys start the year on a new foot because you just really just beat the shit out of each other to get your anger out. I think we should invite somebody unsuspecting and then jump them at the festival. This is like your family fight club. I don't want to be a part <laughs> yeah. of this. I forgot I talked about the other podcast. What a life I've lived. <laughs> it's one of my favorite stories about you. Between that and you dropping off of your banister as a kid. Yeah. About how I can't eat oatmeal. <laughs> well, yeah. The, the banister story is probably why I am afraid of heights. Like, that was probably like, it's like from like inside out. Oh, a new core memory. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's what happened like um <laughs> and then finding out later it's just broken that's all <laughs> yeah good shit good shit trauma builds character trauma sure sure I d- it does yeah you are living proof of it yeah it doesn't say whether it builds character <laughs> up or down but it builds it it, it builds, builds it in some ways that's all that matters um I would love to visit all 50 states, or at least the capital cities, and try, like, whatever, like, oh, what this city is known for, except for, like, Boston, like, beans, like, that's lame, or just, like, a lobster roll or something. Like, at least, like, go to every, like, state, and I can rank them, be like, all right, which states are actually the worst? Like, obviously, Wyoming is going to be, like, 50. I love that your focus was which state is the worst. You weren't even looking for the best state. You were going with the intention of trying to declare which state is the worst. I don't think any state is going to be like the best because they all have their flaws. Um, But I think we'd easily find which state is the worst. Like the issue, oh, it's probably Kansas, actually. Because I think like Wyoming actually like pretty because it's still like, there's not many people in Wyoming. And it's like, you know, like the West, there's going to be some beautiful views. A lot of part is just like complain, but Kansas is a boring ass state. We used to drive when we go on vacations. Here's a travel story. We used to go on vacation from Colorado back to Ohio. We would leave mm-hmm. at like 5 p.m. and drive through the night so that we did not have to see Kansas. <laughs> it is a boring ass state. Y'all a petty family like, for that. The only good thing is like like Kansas City, and that's just essentially Missouri. Like you're already in, we just live on the other side of the river. Kansas is so boring. There's not a good thing about Kansas. Okay. I feel a similar vibe about Idaho. I'm not sure what I'd do in Idaho. I was born in Idaho. But apparently it's... No, you weren't. Would you say no, I wasn't? <laughs> no, you I weren't. Was. You I was not. born in Idaho. You were not. <laughs> so I'm not, not making going this, this up. <laughs> You're making this up. I was born in Mountain Home, Idaho. This is real. Jersey, I did not know this. I lived there until I was four, and I moved to Japan. Where do you think I was born? No, we went through. I'm making fun because last time we had this conversation, it was because I said, I don't want to go to Idaho. You were like, I was born there. And I was like, no, you weren't. There's no way I you thought were we were doing this again. I was like, Chorzy, what? <laughs> no, no, no. I got super mad when you told me this. I was like, there's no way in hell that you've told me that you live oh, in yeah, Idaho. This is probably like late in our friendship, too. 
It was. It was like uh, last year. <laughs> and I was super upset about it. It's like, I would have known. I was like, I thought you knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. Yeah. Um, it's very similar to the Pacific like, Northwest. To be honest. I've, I haven't lived there since I was four. So like. Okay. I lived like kind of um, south central Idaho. Which is kind of like very foothilly. Like I have like just few images of like Idaho. It's like some like beautiful picture of like um kind of the foothills of the mountains um falling down a banister um some dogs those are my images of idaho but i've heard and then like okay. some like spots in boise but it's pretty it's pretty but kansas is the worst i think wyoming would probably be more boring than idaho i base this off of if i was on the prices right right and we're at the showcase showdown, and a person gets like a like a beautiful like Mustang in their showcase, mm-hmm. and then like they open my doors, and my prize is a trip to X state. <laughs> like, uh, how angry would I be? <laughs> it's, it's a trip to Idaho. <laughs> that's fair. And based on that, I feel like that's a pretty good idea of like, oh, this is the worst. If state. you don't know anything about the states, and that's the state you're given, it'd probably be like aggravating. <laughs> Be like who lives here what's there to do <laughs> the potatoes date <laughs> <laughs> that's fair i'll give it to you although i do feel that way about wisconsin i don't the fact that wisconsin hasn't taken the upper peninsula from michigan shows me everything i know about those cowards like yeah, how are you this is a bunch of bottoms like michigan like has their spot and then they have to cross a huge bridge. You have to cross water. And then they're like, oh, we're also taking this spot as well. And Wisconsin literally borders that land. Is like, okay. You can have it. <laughs> that voice. Go Aaron Rodgers. Go cheese. That's that's Wisconsin to me. Yeah. Oh, oh for Q, you can have it. Yeah. Cowards. At least Minnesota has a bunch of lakes and Paul Bunyan. And Paul Bunyan. Yeah. yeah like it's i don't know like i'd be excited about well actually personally i never want to go to florida again i have zero interest in going back to florida um so i've been there twice um and I, i've gone with good friends and it's it's been a good time uh but it's two things i don't like extreme heat mm-hmm. which is all florida is because it's tropical um so like my favorite days of vacation was when it rained. That should never be how your vacation is, uh, which is weird because like in Texas, when I was in Austin, it was warm, but I was more comfortable. Could be a difference between humidity and dry heat. Probably. Yeah. Um, and then someone started making comments about like, oh yeah, don't like be careful like the crocodiles and I was like, get me the fuck out of here. And hurricanes. Give me the fuck out this swamp ass state. I can't do this. I cannot do this. I would not. And they're like, how do you leave? Because you can't, right? It's a hurricane. You can't fly out of there. You can't drive out of there if there's a hurricane. So what the fuck are you going to do? Die? Leave before the hurricane gets there. Like, I just, I, no. I just, I, oh, yes. But like, I just, I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine. So, yeah, Florida's a no-go for me. I really don't want to go back. Everyone's like, oh, but Disney, Disney. I don't give a fuck about Disney. I don't care. Yeah, he's frozen. I don't care about Disney. established that. 
Uh, I don't. I don't give a fuck. I've been. I've been twice. No, I've been. I think we went twice both trips. So I think we've been there four times. I've been to Disney and Florida once, but Disney Sea and Tokyo a bunch of times. Disney Sea, mm-hmm. like under the sea. Yeah, like Disney S E A. So they have like some water oriented oh. rides, but they also have like the, like Tower of Terror kind of stuff and land stuff. It's just different because Disney Land World and Sea, I guess. But it's cute. It's cool. Interesting. I didn't realize there was a like a sea like underwater Dude. sea version. That just fascinates I, me. Oh my god, this reminded me. So the reason I went most recently was um, 2017 when I was um, working in Japan at that summer camp. One of the girls mm-hmm. was a huge Disney buff. And she was trying to convince us that what she, what she believed was that every Disneyland across the world, it's all in English to keep up the image of like, oh, these are the true princesses. Because what are you supposed to tell like some three-year-old who goes to Disneyland in Florida and then sees, you know, Belle and she's speaking English and then goes to Disney Sea in Tokyo and she's not speaking English. Like, what would you do with that? So she was trying to tell us that every, it's all English everywhere. And everyone else's immediate reactions were like, obviously, what the fuck are you talking about? So we, all these Japanese people have to learn English just to go to Disney Sea. Mind you, she hadn't been to Disney Sea. Alyssa and I had been when we were kids and there were other people in the program who had been the year before. So we all knew they spoke Japanese at the Japanese Disneyland. <laughs> Just like they speak Japanese, the Japanese McDonald's, right? It made literally no, and she was like so dead set and getting heated. Like, you guys don't know what the hell you're talking about. Like, you know, it's the princess. It's about the kids. We're like, it's in Japan. They're going to speak Japanese. And this <laughs> is why people need to travel and leave the U.S. if you have the ability. Because <laughs> she was so dead set convincing us that no matter Every Disneyland, I think the one that's from like Hong Kong, maybe. I don't know if I'm right about that. That they also speak English at the Chinese Disneyland for this image. And we're like, so what about the Chinese people that all live and work there? She's like, yeah, they also learn English to work there. And we're like, what the hell are you talking about? She's like, <laughs> she's like trust me, I was going to do the Disney program. Like, I know this. I was like, you were going to? <laughs> so you didn't do it? <laughs> like, it was absolutely insane. It was one of the Jesus worst conversations I've had with somebody. I have no idea where, why she would think that. Literally, her idea this was like to to keep up the like facade, like to kids, that this is the true Disney. And I was like, "What about the Disney movies that are in different languages?" She's like, "Oh, that's different." I was like, "How is it different?" <laughs> no, You're not making a lot of sense, ma'am. Oh, uh, it is. Yeah, there's a Hong Kong one. It's okay. Yeah. So that was the one we were talking about. There's, yeah, it's Tokyo, Shanghai, Hong Kong, and the ones in the US. So she's trying to tell us the Chinese and Japanese ones also only spoke English. And I was like, they probably have translators. They don't all speak English. All right. <laughs> That's okay. Wow. Wait, so are there only four Disney parks in the world? I think so. Oh, land world and I mean it makes sense. And there's different like sub parts, like the oh the resort and there's Epcot, but I think there's only in Magic Kingdom, but I think there's only four. Okay. No, five because oh. Shanghai as well. 
based off what I just Googled. So Hong Kong, Shanghai, LA, and Orlando. That's four. In Tokyo. <laughs> there it is. There we go. There is. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? <laughs> okay. Oh, did not know that. Oh. Oh, boy. I think. Oh, sorry. We're going to restart that. When. I'm going to talk about the first time I ever got on an aeroplane. So this was, I was in college still. And uh, I was with my mom, my dad, and my grandmother. And we going to Vegas, baby. We we about to go make that money. <laughs> we going to make some good money. We hitting the, the poker tables. We, we hitting the slots. Um, I, of course, found, like, big ass, let's make a deal, and with a fortune game. So, you know, I'm stuck there for, like, two hours each. I'm having a good old time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to get there, you got to get on a plane. I ain't never done this before. And uh, I like my mom bought these tickets months in advance, and I just never thought about at some point you're gonna have to get on this plane and deal with the fact you've never been on a plane before and you were afraid to hike. <laughs> so it never like I never consciously tried to tackle the issue at hand until I'm in line at TSA. <laughs> <laughs> like that's where it finally sets in and i'm like ooh, okay so this is when we start having like a silent panic attack and we just don't tell anybody we just we just internalize this panic attack and we just we just deal with it we just deal with it um and then like i get to tsa and we're, we're kind of early so like we we sit around for a little bit um and like uh we board early because my grandmother's older my dad has a broken mm-hmm. back um, so we get in the seat, you know, all that. So I'm next to mom and grandma is next to dad. <sighs> so I'm sitting here and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Like, I, I can't focus. I can't think about this. This is all stressing me out. Uh, and I'm like, I'm just like, I just, I need my, I got my mommy here with me. I need my mommy. <laughs> I need you to hold my hand. Mind you, I am 21 and I'm like, I need my mother. I cannot handle what's about to happen. <laughs> And uh, so the the tain, the, the, tain? <laughs> the the plane. I'm so panicked that I can't. Speak. Bro, it already happened. The You're plane. good. You lived. <laughs> the plane <laughs> starts like my head shaking. <laughs> the plane starts backing up and it starts uh, taxiing, as the as the old folks say, <laughs> and it starts like you know getting in line to take off. Um, so I have not opened my window. I will not open my window. Don't know what that window's gonna look like. I refuse to. And um so we're sitting there for a little bit and it takes a little while, like the 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 head bitch is talking to us about some shit. And um, you know, it's all it's just like kinda calm, which is it triggers a memory at this moment of when I was at uh what's the park in Cincinnati? Is that King's yeah. Island? Okay, so I was at Cedar Point. <laughs> Could I send Dusky? <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what was that one? Okay, Delhi wasn't there. All right. <laughs> so I was at Cedar Point. And there's this, it's this, it's a, a ride in which you're like in a box and you're taking all the way up and like you're pushed out and then you're just kind of suspended in the air 
for like 10 seconds but there's no auditory countdown or anything like that so you're just taking up and you're just kind of hanging and like it's a beautiful view of the park and then at some point it just gives way it just drops you but there's no warning about oh, it tower of terror. um is like that what it's like, called like everyone, sure like, it's a big oh pillar everyone's sitting like facing away like fear dangling oh no we were all facing the same direction i think it's called the demon drop oh. um and it just drops us that type of start is the only other time i've been able to equate that feeling is when an airplane takes off mm. it's so eerily quiet and then everything just kicks on and everything starts yeah. rattling and shaking and boobs are jiggling <laughs> and shit and then it just it just takes off and it is if you've never experienced it before it could be a little bit jarring so i apologize mom because i'm sure i was death gripping your hand at this point like the same way when i rode a roller coaster for the first time with my dad and he said like i would not let go of the bar and he was trying to hold on to me and i did not pay that man any attention um we finally get through takeoff and it's it's fine we we got through it i'm sure my mom's a little bit of pain because i squeezed her hand whatever but then we get like leveled off in the sky and i finally look out the window window and i'm like this looks like google earth but it's called the earth it's <laughs> it's so breathtaking like until you've got like you've seen it on a computer screen but like if yeah getting to see it in person and like literally be in the clouds is a view unlike anything i've ever experienced before mm -hmm. from that moment on i have been hooked on flying i hate takeoff but i love flying like it is it is it is so relaxing for me like takeoff still mm -hmm. panics me a little bit so i just like put a headphone in and just like blast black magic till we get up in the air um, but even then, every time I've done it since then, I've been able to like see more of the takeoff process and not panic about it. And I've mm -hmm. been able to talk my way through it uh, to where like last time when I saw y'all in New York, I was pretty good. I was just like, I got black magic blaring, but like, I'm ready. Man, that's why you had like a thousand streams of that song last year. <laughs> <laughs> right. But the goal is 10K this year. So <laughs> 10K, 10K. Oh you could do it. But yeah, like. It's so fascinating to me, like the fear I had about the whole process and then doing it was just like, oh, this is nice. And then also did research and found out that really planes is probably the most safest like mm -hmm. transportation method. Cars definitely are not. <laughs> yeah. It's too many dumbasses all on the road trying to do the same thing. So like yeah. it's nice. It's real nice. And I, I've flown. Well, you probably have flown pr probably 50 times in your life at this point right at least yeah honestly. i yeah. for i hope to get to that point um right now i'm still i can still count every single time so like because uh, florida we didn't fly we drove i'll never do that again um That's so too long yep so uh flying to nevada to vegas sorry and back was the first trip um we didn't show the florida so the next time would have flown would have been when i saw Austin mm -hmm. would have been the next so time I would have done it. Four there and back, and then, um, although the Austin one had a layover in Atlanta, I don't know if you want to count that. <laughs> Five, <laughs> we'll count it. Six both ways. There was a layover, and so six. Yeah, there we go. Six, <laughs> yeah, <gosh>. and then 
<laughs> um, New York, both times I've flown so far, I have not had a layover. So that's 10. 10. Okay. So 10 plane rides, and I'm I'm hoping to add more. I'm really hoping to add more. Yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah. I mean, that's that's most things. It's just, I mean, it's unnatural because you're flying this giant death trap at 100 miles an hour. You take off in the sky. So it is scary. And because you, you're not in control at all. Yeah. Like you have to trust somebody else. You have to trust science. Um, it's definitely scary. Like my first, not my first interaction, but one of my, the reason I no longer get scared of anything on flights anymore, even like turbulence, is uh, we were going on vacation. It was like 2007 when I lived in Okinawa. Um, and we were flying, I think for free or for cheap. I can't remember how it worked on like military cargo planes through something called space available, which literally means if there is space available on the plane, then yeah, you can get on and fly on the plane towards destination. Um, but like wherever the plane's going, that's where you're going to go. So you have to kind of do essentially there's always layovers. Mm-hmm. You have to plane hop on different planes. Um, so we flew from Okinawa to mainland Japan then mainland Japan to Guam and then Guam to Hawaii and I think in Hawaii is when we got a commercial jet so commercial jets are obviously a lot smoother because they want that passenger satisfaction and like they want people like you know fly again with their airline it's more customer oriented military planes don't give a fuck about how you feel on the plane (laughs) right because for the most part it's a shit ton of cargo and it's like you know just airmen and soldiers who were signed up to fight in wars they don't really care too much about your comfort um so when the space available flight that we took from guam to hawaii was a uh kc-135 which is a refueling plane we're on a flying oil tanker, essentially. <laughs> and these were not traditional plane like seats. They were like uh, jump seats. So when I was sitting, when I was in my seat, I was strapped in with like the like over the shoulder and clip across the chest. Those are my seats. And I was like 10. There's a real story. I was getting with my family. Um, so turbulence was obviously really heavy. And it was just, <laughs> I was not comfortable <laughs> sitting against the side of the plane my back to the wall um so super insane um but the super cool part was uh because it was like our family and then maybe like a couple like just like a husband and wife they were somewhere else and just us four kids um like the co-pilot when we were taken off took me up to the cockpit and i got to sit in the old navigation seat because i don't use navigators anymore because i have gps um so i got to sit in the cockpit for takeoff which was super cool. Wow. And I got to watch them like do all the buttons and like, you know, get everything ready and like take off as they hit the speed. And like, as it hit like 60 knots, the plane started taking off. So it was super cool. Um, which is something I'm going to remember forever. It was like, it was amazing. And then Ashley got to um, be in the navigator seat when we like landed. Yeah. Um, but it was super cool because of that experience and how rough of a ride that was. And I was like, yo, I flew in a refueler at 10 years old. 
united having some turbulence no longer affects me. <laughs> like I still get nervous sometimes. Like if we're like flying in a storm where it's like super heavy winds, because of course anything happens. But for, like when we're in the air, like nothing really rattles me. Like sleep through ever. But yeah, like that's probably my, one of my coolest travel stories. Man, I'm just picturing that view, and I'm like awestruck so cool. just with what my brain create. I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. No, it's like little. Dakota it's pretty cool. Feet it's like, just swinging because you can't stick <laughs> yeah. around. Like <laughs> a seat designed for a grown man, right? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Man, that's a that's a nice note to end on. That's a nice image mm-hmm. for our lovely lettuce listeners. So, yeah, thank you, Soggy Bottoms, for us taking you on this trip of travel. It is through your plight that we can continue to thrive. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. Because listening to the show is suffering. Apparently. <laughs> if you are listening to the show, you've probably done something wrong in your life. Well, this if, is... if you're human, you've done something wrong with your, right, with your yeah. life. Original sin. Thank you, Adam. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. <laughs> if you like this episode of Keep It 100 with Dakota and Chorsey, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, you can leave us five stars on uh, Apple iTunes podcast music. <laughs> it was, yep. Uh, Google, Spotify. You can subscribe. That way you always get notifications of our new episodes. You can also sign up for our newsletter at ki100pod.com. That way you'll get updated information about new episodes special sales on our merch information regarding live episodes and special guest features that we'll be doing that are all locked behind our patreon page that you'll want to sign up for for just a dollar a month you could get access to some exclusive benefits such as merch discounts um tickets to the live episodes uh, special episodes with guests that will only be released on Patreon that won't be open to the general public. So, follow, uh, go over to the Patreon page. The link is somewhere on ki100pod.com in the support page. You can find that. You want to just give us money just to support, but you don't want to do a monthly donation, you can also donate via Cash App or PayPal. Um, so, those links are on the support page as well. And follow us on social media. Uh, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, yeah. K- or yeah. Keep it 100 underscore pot. And one of the best ways to help our names get out there is just tell your friends. Share our posts. Just a quick like, quick retweet, quick add to story. It does so much for us, and we really appreciate it when you do. But until then, until next week, keep it nasty and keep it 100. Cue music. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Keep It 100 with Dakota and Chorsey. We want to welcome to the Keep It 100 family our amazing executive producer, Zachary J. Bailey, and our talented audio editor, Zoxia Ragu. We would also like to thank our dear, dear friend, Isri Vijay Sundara, for all of her support on our show. Remember to keep it nasty and keep it 100.